everybody. It is Marvel A. Rex. You are listening to the World of Rex. I am a multi-hyphenate creature, multivalent being, interdimensional man of many things. Listen to previous episodes to get my full intro. Today we're going to do it hot, fast, and loose, like the summertime in Los Angeles, where I currently am recording from. This week, whoa. So last week, I titled Hide Voltage. Please take a, a listen to last week's episode to get a further or deeper understanding of what's going on right now. But I'm going to keep adding on. We're going to be talking about these energies that are so present until about the first week of August, second week of August. So this is a roller coaster. I was talking about a roller coaster in late April, early May, and we are back <laughs> in the seat. This one is not as... Uh, you know, it's not going to manifest externally as intensely for everyone as late April and early May was. But this is going to hit a few different energies very intensely. And I'm actually going to name some of those so that people can get a good heads up if this is really impacting you directly. And then for other people, it may be a little bit more supportive. But regardless, this is a big change point, a big moment of realization, a big moment of, of realizing that action needs to be taken. And I'm going to talk about the flavor of this action. But really, Monday starts off with a bang. This is the week of July 18th to the 24th. I hope I already said that, but it's July 18th to the 24th, everybody. So it's a hot week. It starts off really hot. I'm going to go through the weekly energies, but I'm also I'm going to start by talking about this sort of roller coaster click 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 up energy that we're dealing with right now. It's so important. It's so big and it's going to impact every single one of you, but to certain degrees, right? Some people are going to really feel this and some other people are going to be like, "Wow, okay, that was new, that was different, and it's empowering and I'm, you know, cruising through the wave of it." Now, let me break it down a little bit. <laughs> I talked about it last week. I'm not going to beat a dead horse per se, but I want to talk a little bit more about it in a way that hopefully gives you a little bit more of an understanding of what we're dealing with right now. I actually want you to imagine that right now as you listen to this recording, this is you know on one of the last weeks of July, this period of time all the way until about mid-August is a shock to the system. In, in some aspect of your life. It could be a small area, but it also could be, for some people, it's going to be a huge rupture. Now, there's a lot going on in the world right now, so I just want to preface all of this by saying, like, shit's hard right now. It is not easy for most people. We have the U.S. Pluto return, which is the U.S. is one of the biggest, you know, it is the biggest, like, monolithic globalizing power that we currently sit within, I, I sit within in Los Angeles, and that the world has to negotiate, right? It's going through a massive death and rebirth cycle. Its systems are crumbling, and because its systems are crumbling and being restructured or in the process of heading towards restructuring, this is impacting the entire world. The entire world is on shaky ground. And of course, because we are a micro version of the macro experience, the macro being the globe, our micro little tiny interiorities are also standing on shaky ground. Okay. So this shit's hard right now. I just want, I want you to hear that and like acknowledge that and feel that and be like, we all know this now, instead of like scrolling through the, you know, doom scrolling through Twitter or running around, you know, on any social media, trying to figure out what the hell's going on, all the memes, all the sad memes, it's better right now 
to go directly to the source of what is unstable. And what is that? Well, archetypally, in astrology, it's Taurus. In human design, it's the second gate. Gene keys, the second gene key. And what is this, what is this energy? This energy is, as I've said, ad nauseum, nature, breathing, eating, drinking. I mean, it's so simple. This is the cow grazing in the field archetypal energy. It's slow. Now, it's being majorly messed with. I mean, this is a huge activation. It's being the ground beneath our feet is shaking. So the, the cow in the field is standing on shaky ground. But if we go and, and lean into, I like to lean into the discomfort of some of a situation to learn more about it. Because if it's uncomfortable for me, it's asking me to look at it more deeply and integrate it. So we're being asked to integrate a Taurian energy. We're being asked to integrate what that is for each and every one of us and then the world as well. Taurus rules economics. It also, very importantly, rules the climate, climate, you know, global warming, etc. It's the soil. It's the food. It's grain, right? Grain is a huge issue right now. It's very interesting because Putin has a very, very strong Taurus signature in his chart. And of course, he's, you know, uh, his country is one of the biggest grain producers. And he's also, you know, going to war right now as the North Node transits his Jupiter. So <laughs> these are these are all the things that are happening. Uh so leaning into the Torian things in your own life, I'm going to just say it on the top because right now it's so supercharged. It's so electric in the sky right now. It's so electric in our bodies because it's electric in the sky. Drinking water, making sure you're eating grounding foods. What do I mean by grounding foods? Tubers, things that actually grow in the ground. Potatoes, sweet potatoes. I am a huge fan of yams and sweet potatoes. And uh, any like tuber or root vegetable beets oh beets are such a good thing right now i make a mad borscht like go make some borscht and then also eating greens making sure that you're eating things that are just really like full of nutrients as you can okay making sure that you are drinking enough water i say this every episode basically but right now because it's so big and taurus rules the physical body and rules things that need to feel grounded this is the work. It's it's super simple. And this is the work. And sometimes it's the hardest. Sometimes the simple things are the hardest for humans to grapple because they're like, oh, that's so easy. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go do all the brain things, all of the brain things and forget about the body. So let's really focus in on the body. Now, to take it to another level, Taurus rules another part of the body. And this is a, a, a little bit of a, a, an added layer to what's happening right now. Taurus rules the throat. Okay, this is very important for right now because, as I said last episode, this is happening July 31st, but I'm really prepping all of you right now. I'm giving you guys like so many warnings. <laughs> I'm like, here it is. It's coming. Like, let's prepare ourselves. This is what this is hopefully for is for me to just help everybody prepare. The throat. The throat is like, well, of course, it's ingestion. It's what goes into the esophagus, but also it is what we say. It is how we proclaim anything. And Taurus specifically is the second house in the astrological wheel. And the second house, so the baby is born with Aries, right? Aries is the baby, the first house. The second house is Taurus. Taurus is the baby learning how to make sounds. This is very, very important for what's happening right now. The baby learning how to make sounds. 
this is being hugely activated and disrupted right now for each and every one of us and globally. To keep it simple and on the micro level, on the individual level, each and every single one of us in some aspect of our lives is experiencing a prod or even a shock from the universe that is saying directly, I need you to vocalize your needs in this area. I need you to learn how to speak up for yourself. That's what the second house is. It's about speaking for yourself. If the baby doesn't cry, the baby does not get fed. It's very simple. Now, this is super hard, though, <laughs> because we get conditioned. You know, the first 20 years of our lives were deeply, profoundly conditioned by the people in our lives. We are often shut down in some way or another by people in authority positions who either raised us or were around when we were younger. And so we shut down parts of our voice as we grow older. And a big part of reparenting as an adult is to find those voices, to find the voice, to find an authentic path. The second gene key or the second gate in human design, which is where this big transit is happening at around 18 degrees of Taurus for all the astrology people, is all about literally speaking towards your authenticity. And it's actually quite feminine. This energy is super, super feminine. What do I mean by that? It's about like holding space for yourself in this like really deeply profound and on kind of uncomfortable way. It's such a, there's so much space being held to find the authentic voice that our conditioned bodies in late capitalism are like, no, 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 no. I need to figure it out this way right now with my brain. It has to, I have to know, I have to understand. It has to be compartmentalized and X, Y, and Z excuses as to why it's wrong or right or qualifying it. All of that is not in the picture here. So I want to be really clear. <laughs> I want to be really clear. This is a super soft, gushy, open, receptive energy that's like, what do you really want? And it really takes a slowing down, a softening, like sitting in nature. This is why I'm just like, please take your shoes off, go to the park, stand for 20 minutes in the soil, in the grass, and just think. Or not even think, just be, just be. I think think being is even more powerful. Contemplating is also very powerful. But this is it. It's like slowing it down, letting the grains of sand sift to the bottom of the vessel so that you can clearly see what's happening in your life and what you need going forward. Because the North Node is present in this transit, it's very fated. F-A-T-E-D. So whatever work you're doing to slow down, whatever work you're doing to find your authentic voice and vocalize your needs, this is a major pivot point in the hero's journey where you have come on, onto a crossroads and the universe or whatever, God, whoever, is saying, do you want to go this way or this way? When the nodes are involved, it's like, do you want to take the path that is true to your fundamental needs. This is super fundamental. This is the baby crying out. It would be great actually to do work right now around where you were first shut down, thinking about going back to your childhood and thinking about, okay, where were those times where I wanted to do something and an, an authority figure came in and said, no, nah, or uh, I don't believe that, or, oh, you got to do this instead. 
not so that, you know, you're sitting and wallowing in the, the pain and the sadness. No, no, no. Being really the second, the second gene key, the second gate is about sitting and like absorbing it and saying all of this is valid. It's actually all a blessing so that I can move forward in my hero's journey so that I can move forward and learn what I need to learn here in this embodiment instead of, you know, compartmentalizing it away saying, oh, you know what, that's too, I don't want to feel that pain. I'm just going to move forward. No, this is a very embodied feeling energy right now. But but doing it in a way that's like, I accept all of this. It's not, oh, I'm going to sit in the pain and be a victim. It's like, no, no, I ex- I'm sitting in it. It's painful. This is where I was shut down early on. And there is a nugget of wisdom in here. There is like a gold mine in here as to where I can move forward. Because the sun is in cancer right now, there's a huge emphasis on familial or family dynamics, as I've been saying. So, you know, the family stuff could be really, really present here. Um, The ideas of father and mother can be really, really present here. In fact, as we start this week off on July 18th, you have Mercury opposite Pluto. This is freaking gnarly. The sun is also about to oppose Pluto. This is freaking gnarly. I don't use the word gnarly that much, but hey, it came out twice, three times now. That's what Pluto does. Uh, it pulls things out from the depths. So what what does that all mean? The top of the week, Monday, starts off with a uh, a clarifying or a further like exacerbating of whatever exacerbation of whatever happened during the full moon, which would have been July fourteenth, July thirteenth, fourteenth. So last week. So last week, each and every one of us had some sort of awareness crop up. I personally had a really, really uncomfortable conversation with a family member. Uh, I watched another family that I'm a part of have a meltdown, have a crisis. I mean, we're all going through it, right? So whatever happened last week, Monday and Tuesday, boom, 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 Wednesday, actually all week, July 18th to July 24th is going to be a adding on to whatever the full moon in, in, in illuminated last week. And it likely has to do with familial dynamics, power dynamics, third-party situations, secrets being revealed, learning something that you didn't know, and you're like, whoa, okay, didn't know you felt that way. That's really intense. Or you discovered something about yourself. I'm going to give an example from my own life without putting too much out there because, you know, people listen to this podcast. But I had a really uncomfortable conversation with a family member. And interestingly, about right after I hung up on the phone, after, right after I hung up, got off the phone, I was like, whoa. I walked, I was walking. I like to do walking conversations. It's really helpful for me to do an embodied practice and to be moving while I'm working through an emotion. And I was, you know, I was like thrown. I was emotionally thrown. I was like, what the hell was that about? And I sat with it and I walked with it really and was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to accept the situation. I'm going to like really hold the, the immensity of this really problematic conversation. And I recognized ways there were, it was so interesting. Time sort of blended and I saw moments of my past come through really, really distinctly, really clearly in ways in which I had in the past enacted those very same behaviors that I had experience in the phone call that were really uncomfortable, but also, so I I saw a a mirror where I was like, oh, that's where I learned to do that, which is uncomfortable. That's what Pluto does. Pluto's like, you're going to see the deeply uncomfortable aspect of your psyche. 
and you don't get to look away. That's what Pluto does. He, he fixes the gaze on the uncomfortable or taboo or traumatic thing. The other thing that Pluto does is Pluto's like, you do, you do that. You, this is the violence that you enact. So I, I had to sit with that. And then the other thing that came in was the child stuff where I was like, oh, these are ways in which I have shifted and curtailed my energy to make someone else happy. And this is a big part of what's happening with this July 31st energy that's going to be very explosive, the high voltage energy. Again, like I said, Taurus rules the throat, verbalizing and vocalizing what you need. And not only doing that for yourself, but understanding how does this, how do I help, how do I do this for myself? And then how do I help other people by live, you know, living by example, but also saying, how do I help other people live their truth? And what I needed in that phone call was for the other person to be like, oh, I see what you need. I may not be happy about what you need, but I see what you need and I value and respect that you need that. And we're going to figure something out. There's got to be a resolution. There's always a solution. There's always a compromise. So this is a big part of the medicine for every single one of us, not just me, not just the phone call I had. Every single one of us is learning or having a shocking moment of realizing, oh, this is what I need. Oh my gosh, this was buried under years of shutting down. And also, it's not just all about you, right? This is there's always both. What how do I live a life that allows other people to vocalize their needs, verbalize their desires, sit in their desire? And how do I support that? And of course, there's always going to be bumps, there's always going to be conflict. That's what humans are all about. We're all about conflict. And also, you can still live in that directionality. You can still live on a path where you are learning how to identify what you need and then also support people in identifying what they need and verbalizing it and letting it come into fruition. This is what's going to help us move through the U.S. Pluto return, which is a highly polarizing breakdown, uh, you know, tete-a-tete fight, 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 fight energy, breakdown energy. This is what's going to help us move through. I was thinking about the January 6th hearings and watching that uh, whatever, the last person they interviewed, who I think his name was Steven. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. But he was he's someone who stormed the White House. And he was saying, you know, I, you know, I did this. I did this because Trump told me to do it, et cetera. But the interesting thing, when I, when I finished watching him talk, I had a lot of compassion for him. He's a white man in his 30s or 40s. He is obviously not very well educated because the U.S. education system has failed the majority of its students. And I had a ton of compassion. Was like that. I want to. I want to win over that guy. I want to be friends with that guy. I want that person to see the humanity in me, and I want to see the humanity in that guy. And I do. You know, I'm a Cancer rising. I see the humanity in everybody. So. That's part of what's going to help us through. And it starts with us. It starts with us. It doesn't start with anybody else. It starts with you. So this week is a crash course in your needs. What do you need? Pluto is going to really pressure everybody. Now, if you're not dealing directly with family drama, which a lot of people are, BT dubs. Every most people, most of my clients are dealing with family drama. If you're not dealing with family drama very literally, you are dealing with the archetypal mother and the archetypal father. 
okay? And this can manifest in a myriad of ways. You could yourself be in a mother or father position, right? You yourself could be navigating a partner who reminds you of a mother or father archetype or some sort of lesson embedded in the archetype itself. So let's say that you're, you know, something's cropping up that reminds you of a dynamic that you never resolved with your parent. That is so classic for this week. That's what Pluto's doing. Pluto's like, you can't hide. I see you and I'm going to make you grow and, and alchemize and integrate this lesson. This often manifests on the shadow side because Pluto's very, he loves to be in the shadows. This often manifests as immense power struggles. Okay. Often third party dynamics. What does that mean? It means that there's, you know, two people are having a relationship and a third entity comes in and complicates the hell out of it. So that's part of it, right? Uh, contracts, anything to do with large amounts of money or resources, shared resources. These are all things that can cause a lot of issues and bring up things around parenting. Because when you're a child, you have some sort of authority figure who's providing. There's some sort of providing that is happening. And so when we have massive Pluto transits in a week, I'm always like, okay, are you feeling provided for? Does your partner feel provided for? Does your business partner feel provided for? What's the shared resources? Is it fair? All these questions, they can be really gnarly. A lot of the times we shut ourselves down because of the ghost of our parents. Our parents don't even need to be in our direct lives for us to be sort of like having them on our shoulder saying, oh, this is right, this is wrong, you're good, you're bad. The internal monologues of our parental archetypes are super powerful, okay? Whatever conditioning you had in the first seven years of your life is massively impactful for who you are as a human being today as, you know, whatever age you are now. So again, I said, taking, a t taking some time this week to look at those early memories where you felt like your voice was not honored is super important. And then I'm going to talk a little bit now about which signs are going to be the most impacted and which signs, just how it'll manifest for the signs. I think it's helpful for people to know. And I'm actually going to keep it pretty elemental. What I mean by elemental is fire, water, earth, and air. This is for the astrological folks. And how this energy on July 31st, that's when it's peaking, but it's already very active right now. It's the uh, electrocutionary... <laughs> the electrocutionary roller coaster that we're clicking up towards that will uh, go on a on a down, downturn on July 31st, how this is going to impact the elements. So if you are a earth sign, this is happening in Taurus, Taurus is an earth sign. If you are born between April 20th and May 20th, this is hugely impactful for you. So I just want you to like really pay attention as to what's going down, what sort of conflicts you're having, what is the big crisis moment that's coming up because it's super faded and it will not be resolved. Listen to this. It will not be fully resolved until October of 2023. Okay, so this is a big journey. Like I said last week, this is an intermission that someone yelled fire in the theater. So it's not a comfortable intermission where you get your snacks and you get your Diet Coke and you drink. No, this is a very intense intermission right? Welcome to the U.S. Pluto return. Welcome to the nodes in Taurus and Scorpio. <laughs> May we live in interesting times. Uh, so 
Tauruses, April 20th to April to May 20th, big time. But if you're also a Taurus rising or a Taurus moon or have personal planets, which is Mars, Mercury, Venus in Taurus, Jupiter in Taurus, these are really, really big change points for you. I'm going to be super geeky here and just say like Putin has his Jupiter in Taurus and it is being massively activated by this in a way that doesn't necessarily spell good news for the United States. So I'm just going to say that, put that out there. He's in a moment of incredible empowerment, unfortunately, in his chart. And there's a violent signature to this energy. So anyway, okay. So Tauruses getting really, really profoundly hit. And the reason I talk about them, I said I was going to keep it elemental, and then I started talking specifically about Tauruses because they, Tauruses and Scorpios, the two separate from all the rest of the signs, are getting massively, I mean, this is just huge change point energy. Your life is on a different tra- trajectory, but a boom, bada bang, you are a brand new person as of October 2023. It's, but it's happening right now. Like, this is psychic surgery for the Tauruses and Scorpios. We'll talk about Scorpio in a second. Now, for the other Earth signs, to keep it elemental, for the other Earth signs, that's Capricorn and Virgo, this is actually a lot more of a supportive energy for you. So there's themes around empowerment for Virgos and Capricorns. You can find moments that are shocking, like you were surprised, but they're like generally going to fall in a pleasant surprise kind of way. It's still going to involve adjustment and change, but in a way where you're like, oh, I have the energy to do the thing that I wanted to do. So that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> For our air signs, this is going to be uh, generally a lot more challenging. The air and fire signs in general, this is going to be a lot more challenging. Okay. Especially Aquarius. Aquarius is getting really uh, woof, like challenged by this energy. So if you're born between uh, January 20th and February 20th, this is a very challenging energy for you as well. Major adjustments required. And for the air signs, the air signs want to just move forward and conceptualize and intellectualize their issues and just kind of like be like, great, but I'm going to go do this now, especially Gemini. Gemini's like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to go do 18 other things and then, you know, find myself on Twitter three hours later while I'm watching three different movies on three different screens. That's Gemini. Uh, (laughs) The air signs want to move on. And there's no moving on right now. You're in the theater during the intermission and someone yelled fire or someone brought in a weapon. Like, not good, you know? So there's something to, for the air signs, my biggest piece of advice is to slow down. And it's so hard for the air signs to slow down. I'm an Aquarius stellium, okay? I'm talking to myself right now. But this is it. This is the big work is to slow down. And just be really, really present with the discomfort that will really kind of build until July 31st. It'll start to find a reprieve once we get like full swing into August. But the air signs need to slow down. They just need to slow down. They need to sit with the discomfort. This is a really good time to like act like a Taurus. What do I mean by that? Like eat nourishing foods. Don't overindulge because that's the shadow side. But like indulge. You know, spend time thinking slowly, not jumping to conclusions, being like, have I thought that out? Did I really think it out with the amount of time needed to figure it out? Or did I rush the situation? Slow it down. Be in nature. Okay. For the fire signs, this is also 
rather awkward energy. It's going to be especially challenging for Leos. So I want Leos to be on the lookout. This is not easy energy for the Leos. Okay, so Aquarius and Leos. If you have both of those in your chart, like this is not easy energy for you. This is also you being forced a lot like the Tauruses and Scorpios. Leos. Leos love to feel loved. They love to be the center of attention. They are going to get massively impacted right now in a way that often may feel like they're not the center of attention. They're not the center of the show. They're feeling rejected. They're feeling like they need to actually care for others. And like I said earlier, this is about understanding what you need and how to vocalize what you need. Now, the Leos are going to have to learn how to do that while also honoring what other people need. So that's the big tension for the Leos is like, what do other people need? How do I integrate them into my life? <laughs> not easy, not easy. Uh, also, real estate, home, uh, housing in general. I, I really failed to mention this earlier, but housing in general will be a big topic for the fixed signs, which is Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. Housing, who's living at your house, new roommates, uh, etc. All those things can be really, really big and very uncomfortable for all the signs especially well all the signs really but leo you know leo likes to feel like they're in control of their space and that it's their castle and people are just there to <laughs> um <laughs> i was gonna say serve them but yeah anyway leo's gonna have to make some adjustments so it's about honoring your needs and honoring other people's needs the other fire signs, this is also just a lot of adjustment energy, although I really like what this is for Aries. I'm super stoked for the Aries out there because this looks like some juicy money time, uh, resources time coming in, but not without not without a little bit of surprise and a little bit of crunchy potentially. Um, I would say this to the Aries, practice nonviolent communication in all of your interpersonal contract signing dynamics, etc. just like nonviolent communication. Now, for the water signs, we're last but not least, and I left us last. Uh, I'm, I'm very much a water sign in some ways. Uh, Cancer rising, right? The water signs, this is actually a lot more of a supportive energy for us as well. It's surprising. So again, I'm just going to double down. It's a very surprising energy. There will be surprising developments happening for all the water signs, generally in a way like the earth signs that is supportive, that is like pleasantly surprising. You're like, oh. I didn't know I was going to get that grant or I didn't know that I was going to like get the job or et cetera. Uh, but I did. And I will also say, though, that the job or the thing you get, the, the pleasant surprise will have a little bit of it will cause you to work in a way that will stretch your comfort zone. So there's that's the difference between the water and the earth signs. The water signs have to make some sort of like extra effort once they get the thing that they were surprised that they got okay so keep that in mind it's a really great time for the water signs which usually are what are called like karmic signs uh, often dealing with other people's stuff and are, are often a little slower to the punch it's a really good time for water signs to really step up for themselves and to be a lot more assertive like channel the aries energy channel your inner aries okay so that was a lot, but that is what this energy is doing for the elements. And, oh, I missed Scorpio. <laughs> All the Scorpios are like, dude, you didn't talk about me. How dare you? They're going to come for me. Scorpios, this is really, really big. This is a super challenging year for you. I'm just going to be maybe real about it. Tauruses are getting massively impacted. Their lives are changing irrevocably. And yours is too, Scorpio. Your lives are changing irrevocably. 
And this is a lot about how you share your resources. This is a lot about who you are just in your identity and then but really who you are in relation to others and having to let go of some of the things that you do that you know are not healthy with other people. Okay. I'm going to try not to speak to the direct directly to all the Scorpios that I'm thinking about right now, but I'm just saying like this is a big year to get really clear with yourself about your violent communication and how to shift that to nonviolent communication because it will ultimately, Scorpio, liberate you. It will ultimately free you in a way that is just like you will on the other side be like, wow, I'm not carrying all of that weight anymore of all the grud, like all the, the stuck relational energy and all the pain and the trauma so Taurus uh, Scorpio both of you really this is a year to feel the feelings and do the inner work and see a therapist or a trusted confidant and like work through the trauma work through the trauma and expect yourself to lose parts of your identity this year that's a that's a big part of the south node moving through Taurus Scorpio is you're losing parts of what you thought you were that are not actually your authentic self okay so that is this energy for the week now, or well, energy for the uh, Uranus North Node Mars conjunction at 18 degrees of Taurus happening on July 31st. It's going to require adjustment from every single one of us. The signs that are getting particularly impacted are any planets between uh, any planets of Taurus, Scorpio, Leo and Aquarius. Like I said, this week, secrets are being revealed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, especially. So just really, I want y'all to keep your eyes out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Who's hitting you up? Who's emailing you? Who's texting you? What did you learn? What is something that's coming back reminding you of last week where you're like, oh, okay, here's last week again, repeat. It's asking you, Pluto's asking you to look at the deeper, darker more challenging elements that you maybe don't want to deal with that you know you have to. So that's coming up. It doesn't really get easier throughout the week. Like it, things start to slow down a little bit on Thursday. Like I look at Thursday and I'm like, okay, you've already learned the thing that's uncomfortable or some decision has been made that you're like, yikes, okay. Or wow, profoundly liberating because I finally went into the scary part of this, right? Like I took the leap and I went into the scariness and now I feel relieved. So Thursday can be relieving or like just tired from whatever BS came up that Pluto needs you to work on and integrate. And then the weekend in general is... (laughs) I'm like, the moon's in Taurus, but the moon is in Taurus with all those crazy planets. I don't know if it's, I'm like, I don't know if this is chill. It should be. It'll be a little bit, I think that the Saturday, it could get a lot more chill and a lot more supportive. So Saturday, Sunday. So for the weekend, I would say the scale of the week is like, starts out really, really intense. By Thursday, it gets less intense. And then by the weekend, be practicing that TLC, take a chill pill, go do something that feels really good for you and like come down off the intensity of the week. It looks actually the weekend to me looks social and fun. So if you can socialize and hang out with people that, you know, you feel safe with, feel good about great time to do that. Really, really great time to do that. And there even is an opportunity potentially cropping up for a lot of individuals on Friday, Thursday, Friday. So it's not all doom and gloom this week, but Pluto does rule the week. So it's going to be, you know, Pluto's like, he's like a really, really, really good surgeon. Like he'll do, he'll get the job done, 
but like he's not afraid of blood and guts and so he'll just there's gonna be like lots of blood and guts at the top of the week on a psychic emotional even you know potentially even on a very rational level there could just be like okay now we're going to talk about finances or okay now we're going to talk about the deep the depth of our relationship issue right like that's that's pluto he gets in there he gets it out but there's a lot of blood and guts that's the top of the week back half of the week come down off of that baby yourself baby other people and then the question to keep asking yourself during this period of time each and every one of you is am i slowing down enough to understand what i really want and what i really need for the long term for my long-term happiness for my long-term embodiment for me to be the person that i want to live inside the body of do i want to do this like that's the question and not necessarily how do i get there because the we're going to really be on that journey until october of 2023 and definitely i mean a nice marker too is march of 2023 that's an earlier marker that i like like you should already be feeling like you're moving towards your your new understanding of what you need by march but definitely October of 2023. And it will require big adjustments. It will require uncomfortable conversations. It will require saying things to people that you've never said before because you didn't know you needed it or you didn't slow down enough until now to understand that you needed it. So speak your truth. At least slow down enough to listen to your truth so that you can start to learn how to articulate it and spend time with that. Spend time with that. Ooh, the outro music's coming in early. I love it. It's like, slow down, Marvel. You're done. You're done for today, baby. All right. I love each and every single one of you. I really do. This is not an easy time. Reach out if you need an astrological session. I am here for you. I will link my link tree in the show notes. Reach out there. Even if you just want to send me a message, I'm here for you. This is not easy times. I would love to be of service to help people understand what they need better. And uh, good luck. I will talk to you next week. There is no guest today. It is just me, myself, and I, and you. So take good care out there, and I will talk to you next week.